This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. The Team Never Quit podcast is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union. Navy Federal has multiple savings and investing options to help you get closer to your financial goals. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. All right, everybody, welcome back to the TNQ podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Luttrell. Every week, it's my job to fire you up, to ignite the legend inside of you, and to push you to your greatness. Join me every week as I take you into my briefing room with some of the most hard-charging people on the planet. They're going to show you how to embrace the suck of life, teach you the values of working your ass off, and charge through whatever life throws at you. This is the Team Never Quit Podcast. Podcast. So buckle up, buttercup. Well, guys, welcome back. I'm excited to be hanging out with you guys on a great Friday. It's beautiful here in Texas. Weather's great. It's Friday. And it's Friday. Is that your radio voice? This this is the radio voice. Oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. One man (laughs) this summer. Um, we've got a really awesome guest in store. You I think guys one day somebody's going to snatch him out of there, out of here, out of that seat <laughs> just, for, yeah. just for that for, reason. For that voice. <laughs> I don't think so. so. I, hope I, I hope I get a good paycheck for it. That'll be really awesome. I just want to get the the one man. Well, so, well, but I don't have the. Did depth you catch that, how? He, did you? No, 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 no. I promise. I, I know. Top rope. I'm going to fire that no, over no, my mouth. No, no, like no. I promise. I promise. No. Catch that, Zach. No, bro. He just he just. Okay, I'm gone. I'm gone. That's what I thought he said. I was like, all right, you give me one sound effect on the sound effect board. Sound effect. Beep, 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 beep. Am I the sound effect guy now? (laughs) We got you. We got you. Hey, y'all probably know the guy that we have on the show today by something other than his name. Veteran with a sign is what most people know you as on Instagram. But we've got Zachary Bell, who's a husband, father, and a Marine Corps veteran. Zach, dude, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm I'm honored to be here. I'm going to kick this thing off with an icebreaker question because that's what we do. And this is kind okay. of a little deep, deep in thought. Would you rather have regret, regrets about actions or inactions? Actions. Yeah. P- boom. Actions. Like, I, I, I want to know how it plays out. I don't want to shoulda, coulda, woulda. Like, I mean, I'm sure my wife would, would wish I would kind of lean back and take a moment <laughs> when I just kind of dive right in. But that's all, I, that's all I've ever known is just lean in. So. Man, I, that might be our generation too. They beat that into us. I, I think I so. Steadily try to get back to back off of that, like assimilating back into the world. Like when we came back down and we're kind of getting back in with the family and everything. I'm slowly but surely getting that part. The slowdown is hard for me. Yeah, I mean, you're you're speaking my language. Uh, I just I have this fear. I have this like image in my mind of like uh, you know in the Incredibles where Mr. Incredibles selling insurance, yeah, and like he he used to be the man, <laughs> Dude, straight and into then, the family. like that's yeah. that's yeah, yeah, me, yeah. like that's how I feel. Right. Like some old lady's gonna be like, but you won't pay my benefit, and I have to lie to her to get her benefit paid out, and it's just like this nightmare of like on a trapped in um, the mundane. I, I don't know. Okay, so here's how I had to do it. 
I had to, uh, and because of the way I transitioned out and back in, it made it a lot easier for me to do this. But I never, I told myself, I was like, I never got out. I was like, I just took my uniform off and I went undercover. So I was in there with the admiral and all the bosses and the captains. And I'm like, hey, here's your new job. You got to marry this hot chick, knock her up, and help her raise her kids. <laughs> That's your assignment, right? And you, you can't ever argue back at her. You can talk to her, but you can't argue back because she outranks you. Dude, and then Navy I, SEALs I, get the best missions. We I'm do, so dude. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never stop. That's why I'm throwing it out for you guys right there, man. It's that cool. That's what I get to do, right? And then now it's like to the... Because my assignment going around was for the... To make sure the movie was done right, the book and all that was just... Be, mm-hmm. And then I never I never stopped. Because there was a short period of time, I think, when I got out and I was like, man, I didn't know what to do. I was like, man, I got this... All these skill sets. It's like a race car on a farm or something. You know, I try to say it back. It's just like I didn't know how to apply the skill sets that I had. And I would talk to our guys and be like, man, there's no job for snipers out there or that machine guy's like, no, not for that title, but it is for what makes it up. And I was like, all right, what'd it take to become a sniper? You got to have discipline and blah, this, that, and the other. And then just low ranking on the totem. I always kind of went in like that. It made it a lot easier because going out with all our skill set, it pisses you off when you come back because no one's moving like we are. No. I traded his race car in for a John Deere. Oh, I got a tractor, bro. We'll talk about that later. Matter of fact, I'll do a whole... I'm not even sponsored by them. I'll did y'all ride down? Right did now. y'all ride that down back he here? Did. Damn right, I did. Did you? You didn't come with? No. I, I was thinking about that Kenny Chesney no. song when you went up there. Okay, so on the way down, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I was like, you want to yeah. ride down <laughs> to, on the tractor with me? Yeah, exactly. Had to do something with, in the house." And I was like, "Taking these wheels in the hot summer sun." What's that, man? Gate, so to here she comes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there that's from East Tennessee. That's it. What's up, man? Oh my god. I know all about it. That's awesome. It's a freaking thing. I don't know what I mean. But it came with the overalls and the old timer pocket knife. But that tractor, or something. It was like a yeah life changer. All right. So, do we have a Patreon question? That's it. Oh, that was that was Patreon. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got it. Okay. Knocked oh. it out. All right. We did. We did yeah. It. No, I I just always I always have this fear of of like uh, living a life of, of regret, and it's driven me to do everything I've done right, wrong, or different. So you need and, to get uh, not regrets tattooed around your throat. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got plenty of bad tattoos. I just keep going. Like, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, I know, which is weird. That's a very common theme. People like tell me that they have like a certain amount of pleasure or displeasure about my tattoos, which is, I mean, I don't care. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very some? common, actually. Are they in an appropriate place? <laughs> yeah. I, not like that. She's throwing the shade now. Miss, yes, <laughs> Marine, right there, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, you understand he's a Marine, right? I mean, I just like her buck off naked, just as no, like, no, I don't check this see him naked. <laughs> one on his foot. Like, I'm talking to get about, to like, on his arm. Yeah, I don't know where this <laughs> podcast the is playing, so yeah, I'll yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, a, it's just in my arm. She walks right into that one. I'm, I'm filling in blank spaces, but people, I mean, there was, um at one point, there was, like, like, a really long time where the comments were just, like, what do your tattoos say? I don't like them. Fix them. And it was, uh. it didn't matter age, gender. People just kind of like went in on it. It was kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, they hear the the thoughts of people played out on on the on the web there. It's like mm-hmm. a video game, right? It's like all those avatars they send in, all that all that feedback on you. And um, I, I, I mean, I see some of my buddies get worked up about that stuff. Like it's yeah, it's a lot. I mean, you know, you've been doing it forever. Um, he doesn't, but read I always his say comments, uh, comments on the internet are like first draft thoughts. People just kind of throw them out there. Sure, really I, I, absolutely. That's what that is, man. It's like a game you can plug in and out of. I mean, you got something to say to me, man. I, eventually, you'll wind up right in front of me. <laughs> That's what I always say. And like, then I'll freaking, you know, I'll re- then he really got my damn attention. But other than that, man, I, you know, hell, everyone's got a weird thought. <laughs> yeah, and, it's it's weird. It's weird. I remember growing up, there had been real consequences for uh, oh, dude. And it, 
there's not anymore. Well, I mean, there is. It's just not the same. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. It's like we're we're making that transition into we're in a new period of time. Yeah, you, you know that because our billionaires are measuring the size of their dicks by their rocket ships, and not their yachts anymore. So we have crossed <laughs> over to a different dimension, dude. You understand me? You got that? Okay. I'll put that out right now. All right, we're in a different different protocol altogether. Yeah. Oh my god, that's great. So everything that we learn, what we go through, it's funny with the tattoos. Like in our family, yeah. you're not allowed to have them unless you sign up, and you get in combat. Like two wars, two arms. That's it. Because whatever you put on your body will show up. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. Yeah, you want, I mean like, that, that's basically how I got around it. Is my grandparents. They weren't upset about it because it was like, it's like from the service. So it's okay. Yeah. But if I, if I just done it, it'd be different. But now you see people who have like full on face tattoos oh, and yeah. stuff. And it's just, I mean, that's just a commitment. You've got to really be famous <laughs> at that point. Right. Like, I mean, you remember back in the day in the, in the old, when talk, you read old writings and they talked about the colors of people, the green people, there were people down here that were green, like the military, mm-hmm. all the, all the sailors and the military guys, eventually they all turn green. From all that paint yeah. and all that ink. That's what that, that warrior section. Really? You're oh like yeah. Alien. Yeah. Never enough from around here. But uh that's that's where that comes from. Like you go I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. See, I keep I've I remember the first tattoo I saw, the first military tattoo I saw was hold fast. Oh yeah, right. A, that's a badass. A, that's bad. Yeah. I, I know I wanted it's to do really it. Really so cool. Bad. I wanted to do that so bad, but going to the knuckles is a big deal. It is. It's a it's a full commitment. That's commitment like there, have, man. You can't can't, you can't wear polos can't and like, just up. be slouching. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be yeah. deadlifting every day. Yeah, every day. You got to be like punching concrete. That's right. Fast. I mean, when you see that, some, it's that thing, old bolster's made of salty skin and shit like that, man. That's for sure. You can't hold be fast. loving on your daughter with hold fast. Well, I, I mean, some of our guys. I had a warrant officer talk to this one dude. When we were going through training. He's like, good Lord, what happened? Did you fall asleep on a Sunday comics or something? I'm trying to read you and figure you out, man. He had him, he had him knuckles down. Old Bosa yeah. had the, uh, double anchored up and, yeah. and uh, the full house of cards. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, was, that's always been biggest in the Navy. Yeah. It's just, you know, you cross the equator and you do all the different stuff. If you're yeah. a turtle, I don't even know all of it. You, I yeah, mean, shell back, shell back. Yeah. Yellow. If you're like all these different things and it's, it kind of, I don't know, it kind of permeated like all level levels of military culture after that. Cause I just remember like sailors in particular, they were always heavily tattooed. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what you do in the Navy. Drink beer yeah. and get tattoos. We still do that. It's I mean, a great who, who are we to disrespect our elders? Forefathers <laughs> who came before us. And oh I mean <laughs> all those old sailing ships, man, there was always rum. I mean, you look, being out in the water, hard, hard life. You either drink the seawater, you drink that damn rum. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it cleaned you out. That's what the biggest thing was for dysentery. It made sure that you uh, it helped with that. There you go. The health it's for health reasons. True statement. That's why all right. That's why there's I'm so history surrounded. here. This is yeah. a medical reason. There's a reason why they call it wasted. wine and spirits. You throw that stuff in when p- hit people, they're going to whine, and then you'll see what spirit they got running inside. <laughs> they'll, they'll get freaking pissed off. I mean, you know, we got buddies that have alter ego names. Like we named them uh-huh. because when yeah. they drink that sucker, his spirit really shows up. Like that's what he really looks like. Oh yeah. So so I was in an infantry unit and notoriously machine gunners are the worst. worst yeah. You give them, a, you give them a little booze. I mean, they're all built like fullbacks anyways. And uh, one of my best friends, I'll say this, his name's Chad. And he, he, his spirit was super Chad and he would tie a poncho liner around his neck, take a Sharpie and always write it in the wrong direction. Write an S on his chest. Yeah, so he'd always be too drunk. <laughs> and so he'd always be messed up. 
and would just run around the third deck balcony of the barracks chasing people. It was the worst when you were on duty, but when you weren't, it was pretty hilarious. That's hilarious. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was it was incredible. That's to one see of the it. things you take from being in that community. That's so and that's the coolest part. It's like mm-hmm. civilian. You can go back to being a civilian. You can't go back into being a military. You have to actually sign up and do that. And for any other reason, I mean, forget about if we never had to go to combat or if we if we did a thing just to see and meet everything that walks through there. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know people from Pennsylvania got down like that till that moment. <laughs> right? It taught me something. They're great. Some of those people, all of them are great. I mean, they'll, yeah. they'll come rolling in. Some I'm of like, them lived up to expectations. Yes. The Northeast is still kind of the Northeast. Man. It's a it's a hard pass for me, but like a, a lot of them are really good folk, especially in the Pennsylvania, Massachusetts area. I agree with that 100%. took me a while. You know, I had to nestle in there myself. But once they, once they start loving on you, you can see them. Yeah, what, yeah they're great, man. That's awesome. Let's hear your story. Yeah, how do we get started on this, man? Back it up. You got military family? Um, no, not really. My, I mean, my, I do. My uncle and my cousin served, but it's, it was just kind of um intermittent a little bit. But until that, my uncle served in the first Gulf War, and then my cousin was in Iraq. But there wasn't like a long lineage. All right. So anytime anybody asks you that question again, just say yes. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I will (laughs) be proud of all that, brother. You understand? No, dude. I'm busting. Well, no. I mean, there's like people who are like West Point graduates and stuff. It just, but it was wartime. I'm talking about like people did it as a profession. It's it was not something to be done before. How old are you? I'm 34. Yeah, (laughs) ma'am. Squared away. So I'm trying, trying. Yeah. Uh, I'm 34. Uh, I'm I'm from Memphis, Tennessee originally, and uh, I was there until I turned 18, and then I enlisted, and that was that was it. Yeah. I, Did you always want to go, or was there a reason why you decided? I remember 9/11 when I was in eighth grade. I think it was. It was either seventh or eighth. I can't remember the exact year, but I remember my mother uh, called me. So we're Central Standard Time, and it was right after the first plane went in. What were you doing? And then. I was walking to the school bus. Oh, check. And so she called us and she's like, don't go to school. I don't know what's happening. I need you to stay home. And I, I remember like grabbing my brother by the back of his. Yeah. I used to call it the little brother handle, like the handle on his oh, backpack. Oh, yeah, yeah. We get yeah, up. yeah. I grabbed him and I was like, come on. And like he came back in. I turned on the TV. When I did, I saw the second plane go in. And I was just like, whoa. Oh, my gosh. I, I just, I don't know. Like it, I remember, I remember it didn't seem real because until that moment, it's really hard to explain now to like our, I think our, our kids are all pretty close to the same age. Yep. Like the world's smaller, but until that moment, New York was just a place I had saw on like movies and TV. Not right. like a oh, place yeah. that was like, there. 100%. you know what I mean? It's 100%. Like, like it was real, real. I remember like Independence Day was a movie about New York. Yeah. This was really happening. I, I completely understand what you're saying on that. I, and I thought all the way till when you when you get up there, first time I ever got to go there too, I was in my, my uniform, a Cracker Jacks, and did the whole New York walk kind of deal. And I mean, it lives up to its reputation in all <laughs> facets of it. But yeah, that kind of brought it home. And we're talking about the world getting small. When you get into a fight with somebody, if they're on mm-hmm. the other side of the earth, it just goes, like, I mean, yeah. talk about real small. Yeah, and then words just started like flying into my brain. I didn't understand. They're like attack, terrorism, you know, and like it's weird to even think about it now because like I remember cell phones stopped working and like all these different things. And they're like, I remember like I heard Bin Laden's name for the first time and talking about like Al Qaeda, Taliban, like all of it was just kind of coming in. And I was just like, I don't know what that is, but I remember that moment. It carried on until I was able to enlist. And, um, you know, I'd sign up with the Marines. you know, I wanted to 
go to combat and i was like marines infantry let's go and uh i'd, I'd read your book i remember your book had come out and i'd, I'd got it and i was like lone survivor i remember this is like this big trident and i was just like okay and i got it like when i was in soi which is like our secondary training and i would read it every so often <laughs> i just remember being like good thing i didn't try that i can't swim half as good like i just remember <laughs> the bud section being like there's just, there's no way i would have made it through that but i had this really weird moment my first deployment we're in kandahar airfield yep right and um i remember reading it and it said uh you get to the posthume wally part and i was like i remember that and i kept and i finished the book like that month but yeah that's awesome i, I remember when uh 9-11 went down we what we were doing. I mean, that in, in the country got solidified real fast. I mean, if he could have signed up in the seventh grade, he would have, right? They would have. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, hey, I remember get, all sorts of stuff. Get the Freedom recruiters prize. out there and get them into the kindergartens because these suckers yeah. will sign up. Yeah. You know, once you hit us in the face like that, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Because Marcus had gone into the in, teams yeah. before 9-11. I was back so... in the 1900s. <laughs> What's up? Whoa. 1999. Whoa. <laughs> you had black boots and everything, didn't I you? did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Thank you. Did. Sure did. So, yeah. You had the M15, yeah. you know, not the 16, because it hadn't been invented yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. And a Vietnam flak jacket. When we dropped yeah. into, into Iraq for our first op, I had a Vietnam flak jacket on. It was cool. Everything else was high speed, low drag, man. Wasn't your first platoon leader? Uh, Richard Marcinko, was that true? Uh, yeah, I wish, man. <laughs> Rest in peace, brother. Uh, Rest in peace. He's one of the best. Man. He was one of the best. Taught me everything yeah. I know. Matter of fact, he was my first platoon leader. I got a hold of him when I was in ninth grade, I think. <laughs> he started training me yeah. when my dad slid that Rogue Warrior book down the table. I was like, "What's this?" He's like, "New math book." I was like, "Roger that." <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Joking, joking for all of those fact checkers. Oh yeah. For the yeah. fact checkers. <laughs> I have to give the fact checker something to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're bored yeah. right now. 
Yeah, I'm, huh? <laughs> just some just some soft math. Yeah, yeah. The first time I, I ran into him. So it, <laughs> yeah. it, and the way it works in the SEAL teams, man, whatever your buds class is, it's kind of like your stamp. Like we yeah, all yeah. have that social security number thing. And uh, if you're one class under, you're still a freaking new guy to everybody. Mm-hmm. And and no matter what you go through, what you do, because every buds class after is is easier than the one you went. And first time I ever met him, he. He was training us. No, he was at a, was at a reunion, man. He he gave me the business. He's like, give me a freaking berry, new guy, this, that, the other. And then <laughs> I'll just sit and listen. Like, when you got a bunch yeah. of them dudes around, like, because they'll start going at each other. And that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. the old timers start uh, rousing, it's hilarious. We just interviewed somebody that was class 267 or something well, like that. And um, he, every team guy, every single one, when they say their buds class, they say, the last hard class. Every single one. It doesn't matter really? if they're 115 oh, yeah. or three, whatever they're on now, three, whatever. They always say yeah. the last hard class. I was class. the last hard buzz class. My brother, when he went through, <laughs> shit was easy. Yeah. He's a freaking punk. Whatever. Was that after? And that was after he he did a weekend for you, right? Damn right. <laughs> yeah. I gave him a little, and check it out. So I gave yeah. him a little test of what my class was. He left. He went back to college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. That's pretty good, right? That's good. Good. Make sure you got that. <laughs> yeah. Morgan Latrell for Congress. Yeah, Morgan Latrell. <laughs> yeah, Mojo for Congress. Mojo. That's, yeah. Right. Yeah. that's right. Oh my gosh. That's right. That's right. Okay, sorry. So we got off track. So you go into the Marine Corps. Yes. Right when you turned eighteen. Right. I mean, uh, really, really close. I, my, my family told me to try to do a semester of college and I, I was there. It's probably the <laughs> nicest way to say it. I left, I left that one semester with like a 1.67 GPA, not like a, not like it was a 1.67. Yep. So like academically, I spelled my name wrong at least once. Like, by that. Check it out. I mean, you it can bad. actually go if you, the, the trick is to get the picture of you at the college with the shirt on. So you frame that. So when the kids like, dad, you go to school, damn right. I did right there. And don't I worry just, about I, that GPA. I tried. Thing, I tried. And um, I don't know. I just thought I was like in the debt program. I was like, I'm yeah. going to go serve. This is what I'm going to do. And I called my recruiter and I was like, do you have an earlier date? And he, he had a date in like May or whatever. And he's like, well, we got some dates in February. I was like, run it. Cause I'd already, I'd already got in and like, late 2006 or whatever. Cause you know, they're always trying to fill their quotas and yeah. stuff, but I was like, if a ship date comes early, I'll do it. And then I did. I think the February and, uh, ones always come in early. I mean, no one wants to go then. It's cold. Yeah. That's, that's what he told me. He's like, you sure? Like most people like to wait. <laughs> Dude, if a recruiter tells you that. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm yeah. talking about like if the damn recruiter says, that, like, Hey bro, you know, I don't know if I'd even do this. And I, my yeah. job is to really get you <laughs> yeah. hindsight yeah. being 2020 his hesitation was palpable right uh, and i should have been like well, that's weird it's his job to do this and he's like all right man cool whatever. i just thought he had like, like a tick or something i don't know <laughs> dude's got medals yeah. out the wazoo for ramming dudes into the military so yeah. awesome. those guys are the ones for, for business people out there or, or salesmen used car salesmen you guys need somebody find recruiters them suckers can get if they can sell a yeah. human they can sell humans <laughs> I mean, let's listen. Yeah. Yeah, okay, if we military dying this down, like a military talk is like basically, man, like, like you recruited me in. That's brilliant. Yeah. To die. You sold my soul. Yeah. I signed up to die, man. Dude, that was great. How'd you get Dude, me I, like that? And they have sales tactics. I remember they, uh, he had, he had these like tiles on the keychain. Did y'all have these? Of course. 
Because the Navy and the Marines are very, very similar. It's Department of the Navy. But um, yeah, men's department, I remember right? they, he laid down the tiles and it was like honor, courage, commitment. And it was like all these like really cool traits. And he like put them down in front of me and like very theatrical. And uh, he was like, which one do you want? Hey, this is the best. This is like my only cool moment in life. And I remember I, I like pushed them all back to him. I was like, I want all of them. Oh, yeah. What's up? Because like, hey. I just remember him being like honor. And he put it down. He's like, because he had his like keychain of like, this is what you do. Like, he was moving <laughs> oh, me through dude. his pitch. That's awesome. Like, it's like a, but I just remember pushing him. I'm like, I want all of them. Oh, through 11. Let's go. And like, he's like, are you sure? And I was like, yes, that's what I want. So, bro, I walked in and my recruiter, he was sitting at his desk in a pair of camis and he had his, his, his boots unlaced and had his feet kicked up on his desk. And his head behind him was the Navy SEALs poster with Charlie Sheen and all that. And he's like, mm. you think you can be a SEAL? I don't think so. Get out of my face. I was like, no, I can do this. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? like they tell you you can't. Now it's they're trying to, you know, you can do this. You, you're good. Well, you can, they've you... got a pipeline now. It's a real thing. Yeah. Because um, they're trying to compete with the uh, Army is what I've gathered, uh, right? No, oh, yeah. Well, it's always a competition between us, man. It depends on who we're fighting or who we want to beat up, who gets the cool commercials. But now they've got like the the prep and they've got free oh yeah talking about stuff. for us oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Oh, they, yeah and... they got seal pup like the can babies or whatever yeah. they call them that's start from the beginning now our son's roommate is doing it mm -hmm. right now that's right yeah yeah they didn't stuff have that it. I didn't know about or well <laughs> maybe life been different who knows but <laughs> it still I just sucks. Know I couldn't swim yeah it still I just sucks I couldn't swim you still got to go like, through it I mean yeah. actually the more information you know about it the more terrifying it is if if you actually read it. <laughs> yeah you know what i'm talking about like, we didn't have that like oh man that looks so cool what part you know where they're getting hurt and thrown out of airplanes and everyone's yelling at them why is it why does that look cool i don't know i don't even i didn't know why that looked cool <laughs> i just I, just the way they they delivered it looked cool to me man it looked cool because of the charlie sheen movie i remember that charlie, now, charlie sheen Pope, movie. thank you yeah now y'all and uh, i shouldn't have watched it at what age i was well so who do y'all <laughs> man y'all got some good ones though marine corps man y'all got gunny highway Dude, that's one of the up? best. Clint Eastwood, Heartbreak best. Ridge, man, that's always a go-to for me. Matter of fact, it's every incredible. Marine I run into is Gunny Highway. Mm -hmm. Until they prove otherwise. That's that. that's kind of respect I give them. Seriously. I'll take that. Yeah, no, it's, man. <laughs> well, I mean, he's 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 a very specific thing, and there's not many of them left. No. He was a, he's a wartime staff uh, non-commissioned officer. Uh, non like, they even say it. Like, we should just put you in a box, box. that says break in case of war. Yeah. Like, that's a very real thing. They don't exist anymore. You need to leave them like, dudes in the training compounds and not put, the like, the polished... Like, you can put brass in there, just not the polished brass. Polished brass <laughs> yeah. does not need to go in, into that cave, dude. No. And then put when the Gunny gun sends them the some bitches out... Yeah, dude. Yeah. When you fucking roll them suckers up, man. Yeah, he's... I mean, one of uh, one of my company gunnies, his name's, uh, his name's Gunnery Sergeant Brian Walker, and he gave this speech on our second uh, tour in Marja. And it's this John Glenn speech. It's like online and stuff, but like he's that he's like in the middle of our, us about to go launch the mission. He had somehow, not somehow, he put Red Bulls and Marble Reds into a Connex box that was like just his box. <laughs> and so he's giving this speech and he's ripping, <laughs> he's ripping Marble Reds and crushing Red Bulls. It's like the most gunnery sergeant <laughs> moment ever. Yeah. Like, he's, was it? Uh, and, and Sergeant Major Plumley. Like them guys, like when he goes, like, hey, hey, morning, Sergeant Major. How do you know what kind of effing morning it is? You know, them guys yeah. just, <laughs> mm. you, you have to have those around. They're here yeah. for a reason. They remember. That's what I always thought. Yeah, they're like elephants. They remember all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
You remember everything. Well, I'm getting in that direction. That's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. that's another reason why I want you to keep him around because Mar- eventually I'm gonna wind up there. Oh my there. gosh, Marcus! <laughs> yeah, I don't need something to do. Marcus I, my remembers. voice is already changing. <laughs> like today, Axe is getting ready for school, and Axe has to make a rap about something in school and I was like babe help Axe make a rap you're good at that kind of stuff and he goes oh I had to make a rap in school and he starts reciting it he remembers the rap he made in elementary school how in the world like I, I was gonna publish remember... it one day it was really good <laughs> I don't do you, do you remember it now yeah I he, hear it. he does come on babe say it no freaking way, man. I'm not walking into that. Are you kidding me? Next damn question. I, that's, that was like almost pillow talk. We're going to beatbox. Yes. <laughs> now, if you drop a beat for me, man, I, I might have to go back into it. No. Yeah, one shot, one opportunity. There you go. Vomit on my sweat already. Uh, Gunners MREs are ready. Man, uh, that... Oh my God! You can see it kind of when I'm driving around taking my kids to school. I know it's the, the the generation starting to lower their rigs back down. They're starting to fly those those vibrant colors. Listening to the rap music yeah. coming back around, like what we grew up with, seventies yeah. and eighties babies, that kind of thing. And uh, it's cool to hear him say to talk like that. Yeah, dude. I I mean I grew up in Memphis, so like. It was right at the time, like Hustle and Flow, the movie came out. Memphis was really big. Three Six Mafia was blowing up everywhere, yeah. and like people had twelves in the trunk, and it was it was crazy. Boom, rattling in the back, like, right? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, your yeah, your car used to be your thing. I mean, I even remember uh, there was, you know, Mike Jones chopped and screw came out of the Texas era. Texas rap was big then too. It was, oh, it was man, wild. rolling around in the lax, the eighty eights with the boom in the back. Yeah. Come on, man, dude. <laughs> yes. oh, a- absolutely. Let's that's go back, man. Let's go. Oh my gosh, it's a Memphis man. That's Elvis territory. I- Elvis. <laughs> a little far I chewed, dude, I walked around with an Elvis ID most of my young life and got away with it. Like, I would throw it out at the bars, and they'd be like, all right, thanks. I mean, it's just like, really? Cool. It worked? Oh, yeah. 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 I had a sideburn. <laughs> Team guys are notorious for our sideburns. It's like the only thing we try to get away with. Back Actually, then. this generation is, now is they mustache. have mustaches. Yeah, the porn stash. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Whatever they're bringing that. That's from the Vietnam era. The potatoes. Yeah, no, it's it's short shirts and facial hair. Yeah. Short, short shorts. That's and right, dude. The sweeties hair, yeah. are back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... 
You're in the military. You're in the Marines early mm-hmm. on. Tell us about that. Um, so I had, uh, I made my wife were dating beforehand and, uh, um, I don't know. I just knew she was the one. That's all. That's all I can ever think to say. Like, uh, I, I think that true love is when you find the one person who always makes you want to be the best version of yourself. And like, I, I saw her and she was my cousin's friend and like, we're at a party and like, I, I just, I was like, Oh my God, who's that girl? And she never acknowledged my existence. And so (laughs) for two weeks I had to, yeah, (laughs) yeah. For two weeks I had to fight to get her phone number. And then that turned into dating. And then I, I enlisted and I just didn't want to not ever be without her. And, and so I asked her to marry me and she said, yes. And about five seconds later, we found out uh, she's pregnant with our first child, but excuse me, it's a really weird time in the Marine Corps. It was 2007. Yeah. Eric they kept telling us we weren't going to anywhere because Iraq was scaling down at that time. The budget hadn't been approved to increase to Afghanistan. And they're like, you're going to go on like a Mediterranean cruise, a Mew. Yeah, yeah man. a marine expeditionary, you yeah, know. Yeah, man. And um, I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll be home for that. And then, um, February of two of two thousand eight, there, um, not February, January, February is February. They said you're going to Afghanistan, and then, um, March, my daughter, March of two thousand eight, my first daughter was born, and I left two days after for Afghanistan for my first tour, and um, that was that was really really hard. I was. I was invincible until that moment. Yeah. And then I, be- I became something different, I would say. Cause like, I was like, I'm not scared of anything. And then when I held her for the first time, I was like, Oh, I'll do whatever it takes to get back to you. And, um, I did that and then came back home and, uh, you know, we wanted to have another child and they told us we were going to Iraq for 90 days in 2009. going to be in the green zone. You have Wi-Fi, you'll have fast food. Like you'll just, you know, you'll live like a Navy SEAL. Great. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, again, great salesmanship. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. Like, uh, I was like, your book agent will meet you at the tent and it'll be so cool. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, we did that. And then I, I remember they're like, go turn on the TV because uh, President Obama's going to West Point. You're going to Afghanistan with this deployment to Marja. And uh, so we did that and um, found out we were deploying to Marja. And my second daughter was born um, a month and a half in my second tour. And I only found out by Red Cross message. And that was the moment that I knew my military career was over, actually, was yeah. when I took when that happened. I was on a patrol base. We had just taken we had just taken casualties um, in another company. And like I'd actually taken a phone off of a reporter. I threatened him to leave him outside if he can give me the phone. I had a Red Cross message and I called my wife and I was just like, I, I love you. Is she OK? Are you OK? And I hung up the phone. I didn't talk to her for like three more months after that. Yeah. But. I remember when it was man, um, yeah, all them guys didn't get to come home and watch your kids born. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's just it that just wasn't the that wasn't the way the war is. I mean, Afghanistan, as you know, is way more dynamic. And, yeah. uh, there's not as much infrastructure. We were living out of a rucksack for seven months at a time, which you know is exactly what I wanted. Right. Um. You know, but you're just you know you're pulling up the iridium trying to get a call, and that's that's it. Well, that's the one and thing I, I just, tell the younger guys, man, is don't if you can zero to forty. Cause that's usually your military career, zero to 40, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get married. If you do, don't have kids. Cause it's not that you fear anything. It's, it's fearing for them. It's like, it's, it's like yeah. a shift over. They take that, whatever power they take away from us. It's amazing. 
and as soon, when they when they step into the especially those little girls, man. Yeah, no, it's um, you know they've they've really changed my capacity for love, and um, they've made me a better person because of it. But it was, I just so it's it's her birthday today, Aww. and like I could the hell are you doing with us? The day, huh? <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, what <laughs> well, no, she's in her? she's in school, okay. but um, as she should be. I'm sorry, I was like, so I'm, I'm a terrible very, father. Very, <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, they're barely in school. Schools are closing down. I got barely got them in there. It's fine. I, yeah, yeah it's they, the I, they don't even know how to read anymore. I know my kids like that. really got to go to school. Like, nah, son, stay home. What the hell? It's like you don't feel good. I feel fine. Wow, you don't look like you feel good. Stay home anyways. Yeah, let let Ax stay home so you can work on his rap career. Right. That's well, what you gotta do. I, we got that now. So if we get locked back down, I know that we have something to pursue. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll be dropping bars on you. That's yeah. it, man. You know, catching that his older brother, right? And we got. How did your wife handle that with you being gone when she was having babies? Um. Well. It. It was. It was somewhat um unimaginable. I mean, she's she's the toughest, coolest person ever, and like I I don't even know how she done it. Because like it's a, I would say like it's a really bad pitch to be like, hey, we're gonna get married. I'll be around sometimes, and then you'll be pregnant, and then I'll be gone, and hopefully I come back. Like it's it's not a good sale. Hopefully the yeah. wives don't ever write a book about that mo- that that particular time in our lives. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like with the courting yeah. phase, it's like mm-hmm. we lay just the uh and, and we yeah. take them everywhere they get to see anything we're always together everything's cool it's cool being with a guy in the military and the minute we get hitched up we ain't never around yeah yeah no and there's it's, a phase it, there's it a literal just... phase in between there that 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 happens and then well, we have and to deal all with my you friends were like yeah. bro you gotta stop getting your wife pregnant every time she gets pregnant we go to afghanistan so i was like yeah well, that's well, you got like that too that. <laughs> Yeah, because every time we were supposed to do like a non-combat deployment, which is crazy looking back on it now, but that's what they told us. I mean, that was what the war was at that moment. Did you name and, your daughters? Uh, what are your huh? daughter? What'd you name your daughters? Are they Marja? Um, Alyssa and Audrey. Okay. And yeah, and so they're 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 um, they're incredible. I just I don't know. I had this I had this weird moment where it's ten years ago to no, twelve years ago today, where I was just like, I'll be doing this for twenty years if I don't stop. Oh, like, I just remember, sure. like, giving the phone back and being like, this will be the next 20 years of being like, how was graduation or how was this event? And I just I just couldn't do it. Yeah, because we got so, everything we asked for. Like, in, in our yeah. world, with, in, as far as military careers and missions and actions, I remember getting everything that we asked for. And I, I think one of the older guys kind of get burned out is because just the guys leave. They transition out. And the fire that we had because of being 9-11 babies is different now than the guys that are coming in. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing bad about that. that's not a, that's, that's no one's fault. I'm just saying what drives us drive. It's a different kind of fuel. I mean, we're the ones that got hit in the face. You know, the yeah, ones after I think us it's are the, the ones that are just I pissed think off it's about distance. It. It's distance. Time, yeah, time you know? and distance. Sure, time, speed, distance. That's it. Like, cause like I have a memory of seeing the towers get hit. You have a memory. Sure. So does everyone in the room. Like, while it was happening. And like, like it's weird. I just remember like being in school and like wheeling out the TV and like we nobody knew what to do. Like, and it was just, it went on for a long time. And so it's, uh, it's something that we never forget. And I was trying. That's right. That was, that was the thing, man. It wasn't a, it was like, it wasn't a fast hit and it, it took a while. No. I mean, the buildings fell down. Yeah. For like it took a while a for the suckers to fall. Right? Yeah. Right. For days yeah. they were doing. And then for weeks after that, they were trying to rescue people. So you were glued to the TV to see if there was someone coming out of the rubble. 
mean, mm-hmm. that's how I they was. Didn't, they didn't know. They didn't yeah. know where people were. They had lost people. They're like engine whatever can't yeah. be found. Yeah. Where are they? Yeah, that was so terrible. I mean, I was. That's what they call sackcloth, sackcloth and ashes, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what that what that's called when everybody walks out covered like that? I think so. I don't know. That's what that is, right? That's that all that remember with this I remember the videos, oh, man. Yeah, just watching just everybody everyone coming out of there all freaking dust. I would watch yeah. just to see yeah. someone rescued because that one moment that someone was pulled out, it you just felt like so victorious. <laughs> they're standing there, man, with yeah. the cameras on them and the clap those clouds would roll over. Oh, yeah. When the different camera angles were coming in. Like when's every nine eleven when the new documentary's coming out and those new camera angles come in from cell phone, those, those are crazy. I mean, yeah, and they can restore them too. That's that's, that's amazing. We were watching this past year with the kids, and I was like, yeah, they can restore and like make things better. But it's it's wild. I mean, I've talked to a few people who were there, like when it happened, and they have like their stories, and I could never go into it. But like, it sounds like a war zone. Yeah. Like, because I mean, it was, but like, it's it's not something I ever thought I'd see in my lifetime where the country I lived in became a place that was attacked by sure. someone like that. And yeah. then we were scared that it was going to happen again like in another mm-hmm. city and so everyone was on pins and needles well that's the thing it, it did happen in other cities it kept getting hit that was mm-hmm. another thing we keep forgetting to talk about one just the towers man there's a you know the pentagon then another plane went down it was a long plane pentagon down. the one yeah. in pennsylvania in that yeah. field yeah. like it was you know it was it was a whole thing right and uh you but, know it, it it just sent i feel like it sent so many different people in a different direction sure. like it happened and it just launched us, uh, so many of us. Oh, that's a, a whole uh, civilian life humanitarian change. I mean, that affected mm-hmm. everyone around the world. When something like that goes yeah. down, when you see something like that, sure. So what did you do after the military when you got out? I'm still, I'm still, I'm still making it up as I go. Um, <laughs> but um, I had... Um, You're in the sign business. I started out... Huh? You're in the sign business. You know what? I'm, I'm in advertising. You're in um, advertising. Thank you. Thank that's you. right. That's a professional way. I'm executive yeah. advertising. No, um, I had I wanted to go to college, like really wanted to go to college. And um the GI Bill is incredible. And so we moved to Nashville, Tennessee, where my family lives now. And I was like, okay, let's go to college. And that's that's what I did. I, I started going to college and trying to make a life for our family here and uh the working worked in healthcare for a while and now i work in what i'm doing now with uh i actually work at black rifle coffee um hey, my day job. nice work man yeah, yeah. yeah. Love and uh, i do my other stuff on the side but yeah i've, I've got a multitude of things that's awesome um, is that at their new factory or something don't they have something new in nashville they yeah they've uh most of the coffee that's made comes from tennessee yeah it comes from Manchester, Tennessee, which is famous for um, the coffee that comes out of there in Bonnaroo, the outdoor festival that happens every year. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, I think it's pretty I saw funny. a picture of him and JT together. Oh, yeah. Right. Check yeah. That out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah yeah. 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 No, it was um, JT. JT had a. He brought me into the world. Like he. So I'll just tell the story. He does like, that, man. Yeah, you can tell anything you want about that sucker. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. Um, I love to death, man. It's a good dude. I, really cool. I love him. I, like I mean, him he, he changed my life in a lot of ways. Um, through, through uh, helping me working at Black Rifle and through connecting me through vets. Um, to go to the treatment that I just did recently. Oh, um, nice. And all the other things. It's it's been incredible. Well, welcome back. Yeah. 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 Thanks. You're welcome. It's, so, yeah. I, um, we both did that. So what? What? Uh, what now? 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What now? Um, now, uh, I, I don't, okay, I, don't I got know. a question for you. How was school? How, 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 going back to college, I asked the guys this because remember in the beginning, like you were in eighth grade, and when we went to college for one semester, when we were there, it was different. I mean, even the way we learned it was different. And I'm telling you, four, four years in the military was like a trade school that not only taught you how to study, but it sent you around the world to get a lot of stories yes. to talk about while you're in college. And every yes. person that I see, say every, let's not go that far, but I mean, it goes in, into college. I've never heard of one of them not having a problem with the, the studying and getting it through, getting through there. It's just a, it's a joy actually. Yeah. So I only, I only had a hiccup right in the beginning, but um, I crushed school. Like, I just like, I honestly walked through it. It, I, I don't know what I was doing K through 12. Um, <laughs> that's, what I'm talking, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. It's completely I mean, I came, different. I came out of the Marines and I was, and these kids were like, oh, I can't wake up before noon. I was like, dude, I already done my extra credit. Like, my first semester I had a 4.0. Yeah, you're the one that ruins to... the bell curve now, right? I was going to just ask <laughs> yeah. my class, always makes hundreds on shit. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. The, the, yeah, the K through 12 got me too. It was like, I knew God, like, God made me bad at math in the beginning because he knew I'd be too powerful. Like, I had to go through all that <laughs> other stuff just to get to here. Amen. Amen. I'm right there with you. Holding, all right. Just checking. the left lateral. Yeah. All right. But, <laughs> but no, I, um, I was like, this is a job. This is a job and there's a lot, it's actually pretty easy. Like they give you a, a syllabus and they're like, this is when you come to work. This is when you take your tests. And so I, I got my bachelor's and I even got a master's in business administration. That's awesome. So awesome. like, I just, I just kept going. And um, it's funny. I was, I was thinking, you know, a, a big, y'all say it's like, what was the hardest moment? Um, my like never quit moment. And um, it honestly was the first, the first year I got out. It was yeah, um, talking about it's like getting the battle rhythm, right? It's tough. So the first year I got out was horrible, just straight up rough. Um, because I was doing really good at school and making things happen, but I couldn't find a job anywhere. Nobody cared that I was, you know, in Afghanistan for like six months prior to the first day, 96, like three months before I was in school. And um I had that first semester of college. So my whole plan was to go to school and be a nurse practitioner to be on uh in Nashville, we have Vanderbilt um, University of Medicine. Oh, yeah. They have Life Flight. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to be a flight nurse because, like, I was like, that'll, like, meet my metric of danger and helping people. Right? <laughs> you got to balance. You don't be too nice while you're helping yeah, people. There's yeah. got to be a level of well, aggression. And, yeah, I'm sure. You know, it's it's not enough to just work in an ER. The ER's got to be flying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and I was like, I was like, I want to do it. And um, but that first semester of school was to, on my transcript, and I didn't know that it was supposed to come off if I took those classes. I didn't know anything about college. I'm a first generation college graduate, and so I um, I was uh, trying to get into nursing school. I couldn't get into any nursing school at all. Like no one accepted me. And then on top of that, I lost one of my friends from that took his own life. My first friend took his own life after service. And it was just a straight year of me working. And the only actually the only job I could get was working night shift at the hospital. So I would go to school during the day. I would sleep in my car for like three hours at a time. And I would work seven to seven. And then my day would be over and I'd sleep and start over. Yeah. It was three days a week like that. So that's how I tell a lot of the guys that they go about it that way. When, you, when you're coming back out, man, it's, it's like, look, look how we were taught to take something down to defeat something. Mm-hmm. But like, right, you can go in there. Hey, he's like, give me a job. Can I do this? And like, yeah. Or you do it that way. You go to school. Then you come in through the, the janitor, the, through the janitor's closet. And you start yeah. working your way up, so everyone sees you, and they know who you are. And then by happenstance, like, oh yeah, you can definitely go in there. There's more than one yeah. way to get into school. Everyone's going in that front door the way we try. Hey, I want to get in yeah. here. Can you let me? No, no. All right, well check it out. Then we're gonna recon this thing. We're gonna go in undercover, and I'm gonna get a job here doing something else. That's brilliant, yeah. man. And that's how that's, that's how it gets done, man. And like Rudy, it was yeah, it was it was exactly. It was, abs- <laughs> it was honestly brutal. And I, I don't even know how I did it sometimes because I, w- I was actually, so I was home and I was seeing my family less than ever because I was working night shift and then going to school during the day. And it was just like that for like a year straight. And then after my friend took his life, I was like, wait, I need to stop. Like I have feelings that are uncomfortable too. I need to figure out what's going on. And I reassessed and I started to focus on like my path forward. And for me, I've always found the best version of myself uh, in service to others. And everything that I've done throughout my life has just been trying to help people or trying to be of service to people. And so I thought it was doing this one specific thing with like, you know, working on like a, being a flight nurse to like, okay, it's all the same theme. The theme is helping people. So I need yeah. to lean towards that. And when I started just going with that, I found like new levels of success. Like I got a job at a nonprofit. I started like traveling. I started like my grades got better and everything just started to continue to go up until the pandemic when I started um, veteran with the sign and now it's in a whole different lane right but it's always been the same thing like help people be better versions of themselves because sure. that's that's that helps me it keeps me accountable too like it's a think about it like a yeah, gym it's a fuel it's a give and take yeah like we can do that man it's a feedback it's a loop that, yeah. that uh, for whatever reason we punched out that that link in that chain got taken away and I, yeah and you, you think that's a bad thing but what's happening is you're getting linked to something else which ultimately comes back around so I, yeah, it's um when when you want to make your transition, no one wants to go when everything's good. Like all the money you have. No. When do you want to make a transition? Shit, man. When you want to get out of something, like during a quarantine, yeah. COVID, we were all locked down. By, we come out of this and be ready. <laughs> you know, when we're yeah. stepping into something new, that's how you do it, and and that that's the only way we could do this and make everyone in the country understand, you know, how much how important each of us are. Man, we'd have to get sick together. Yeah, it took the whole world slowing down before like everyone was able to realize that like community is one of the most important things we have. Like oh. it was great. Like I remember like we we made a pallet for a month like downstairs in my house, like just me and the kids. And uh like I'll never get that time back and I was like I want to do this. Whatever can let me be with them the most, I'm going to focus on that. Right? And then that was what led me towards just I was like, well this is I was like, why not just write, you know, funny sayings on cardboard? And like, that was literally it. And my wife was, uh, she was super thrilled 
um, at first when I first started trying to do it because um, she told me to stop making jokes from my 10 friends on the internet, but that was really just it. <laughs> right. Like, and then, uh, and then I was like, okay, I'll just start writing them. And then it just kept going and kept going. And uh, Captain Crozer was the, uh, the Navy captain who brought attention that his whole ship had COVID when they said, Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I remember that. Yeah, I remember and, that. Um, it was the day I was getting ready to shut the page down. His, um, uh, I put a post up said bring him back, and I turned off my phone for like a day, and I turned it back on, and it just exploded. Yeah, it just like went in a different direction, and it's been going ever since then. That's awesome, brother. For sure, man. I love it. Yeah, yeah but I'm just making it up. Have... I'm just trying to tell stories. Well, that's and all you have to have humor. I mean, that's what like Marcus and all of his friends they get through the bad times through humor and that's what mm-hmm. you do with your page. Well, it's logic. Signs. Yeah, as well. <clears throat> yeah. Humor and logic. That's right. Um, but I remember messaging you one time and you said that you, mm-hmm. um, the, what did you say? Uh, you wanted to do a sign that said, stop saying, you know, Marcus Luttrell. <laughs> I did. And, you, I, haven't, I haven't made oh, yet. We might need to cut that. <laughs> no. Well, it's so um, funny because Marcus does know everybody. You'd be surprised, bro. I he know damn near everybody. has met and knows I'm working on it. so many freaking people. It's. I don't know. I get to every one of you before I'm I'm done here. And that's why I was like, well, he kind of does. Well, so it's it's just this very so like um yeah, it's okay to say you know Marcus Marcus is Marcus is in a different level of like a a cultural icon, right? And so like once the it wasn't just the Navy SEAL aspect, it's not just the book, it's then like Marky Mark was him on the big screen (laughs) and everything else. I do got that going for me, so yeah. yeah, no, well, but it's this thing of like, or I've noticed people because everyone outside of the military thinks the military is like a high school. Yeah. And like, we all meet up in the cafeteria. Yeah, right. And, I know that. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That yeah. Awesome? And they're like, like oh, yeah. Yeah, know, no, yeah. it's not like that. It would be cool if it was, but yeah. it's not. Like, there's one big and, castle um, that has all the military guys are all, we kind of hang out there, eat lunch together. Yeah. But just throughout my life, and more often than not, people have been like, hey, do you know Marcus Luttrell? And I'm like, bro. <laughs> Of course I do. Like, do you? And I'm like, do you? And they're like, no, no, I don't. I'm like, cool. No, it's just because it's just so like funny. I know they're trying to like, relate, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's um, I what they should say is like, have you read his book? Not do you know right. him? I'm like, no. Because then they're always like this. Do you know him? Oh. Do you call him at home? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And, and then they do the follow up like, you're a Navy SEAL, and I'm just like, bro, there's other jobs. <laughs> Uh, the only branch of service is all Navy SEALs. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just a lot of well, I've been everyone... credited with killing Bin Laden. Oh, I wasn't even in the military. Yeah, he was out. I mean, that, that, that's, that's why that's, you guys are so good. You're like yeah, the Chuck Norris. Well, it's, a, yeah, it's an ebb and flow, man. The good, we take the goods and the bad. Every mistake we've made, yeah, I was on that op too. I yeah. did all the yeah. bad yeah. stuff and the good ones. I'll take the blame for all of it. I don't care. I love my brothers, man. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. But no, it's 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 been fun to like create this community and have things to to uh, make. Um, I don't know. Just I always want to take a little bit of um, I don't know what the right word is. I'm, we I feel like military veteran culture sometimes takes ourselves a little too seriously. Yeah. And like, you know, you look back at the greatest generation when they came back from World War II. What they did is they brought perspective, and they were leaders and change. And it's actually really exciting to see people were stepping up like that, like Dan Crenshaw's and in office, you know, your brother's running and people were to do that. Ron DeSantis and other veteran as well. Um, but like we too often kind of, I feel like we've kind of let our community get away with too much. And like, we need to kind of rein it back in a little bit Yeah, and be more protective of each other and less destructive. That happened when, because of 20 years of two wars Mm -hmm. and they stretch us out. So you got fathers and sons talking about the same wars and you probably have a grandfather and and son, you know, they could do that as well. I would imagine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So the perspective that comes in on us is completely, we're different hybrids sitting right in the middle of the baby boomers who hated their Patriots. And then you got the underneath us who ultimately are living in a utopia. I mean, if you could touch, take that iPhone and touch a picture and it shows up to the door that that's paradise. I mean, I, you know, there's no other way. What more could you want? If you could just no, touch something on the on your freaking phone, it shows up. Back when we were kids, man, those watches that you could talk to your friend on, that was Star Trek stuff. I didn't even have Dude, one Dick, of those damn watches. The Dick Tracy. Yeah, that thing. Dick Tracy man, that, had one. So, that, and he, so we're kind of yeah. living in what, I mean, the only, you know, taking any further, man, we, we're, I mean, we're heading to space. That's that's the next next gener- you know, that's the next step. These millennials, the Space Force is online. It's like the Hell, these freaking COVID babies are weird. Man, they like to climb walls and swing. I mean, it's unbelievable. They got special powers, dude. I ain't kidding, man. Yeah, dude, it's weird. Trust me, these suckers are smart. Like my kid looks at me like I'm stupid, and I and it, like he does it with like smart eyes. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it's like exactly all that's all, all my stuff's about. already in his head. He's just kind of waiting for his body to grow up to get to match it up, man. It's, it's, it's terrifying. Oh my I'm God. scared of you. I'm scared. Of you. I'm scared. That's why I'm so damn tough. I, I mean, I'm like, I'm yeah. cutting my kids any slack. You can get that line a second. I, he's like, oh I'll my kill gosh. you, man. Our <laughs> daughter. I, you know, I know you're smart. Guess what? I'm tough. Yeah. <laughs> Things gonna win. We all, we all have something. Hey, we got something. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, what's your next step with the pot? Uh, not the podcast. The um, the signs. I think you should do a coffee table book. I'm I'm not ruling it out. That's definitely something I've thought about. Um, that should be made out of cardboard I, too. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I am. Um, I so I've thought about that. I'll I've take the first about, one. Like, a podcast. One. I'm thinking. So, like the signs have been really good at like a communication starter, like a starting point, mm-hmm. and that's ultimately like what I want to happen. Is like here's a thought I have, or here's an observation. Go discuss. Um, 
And so I've thought about a way to like have like a greater expansion on it um, just to kind of, I, I think really just to allow more feedback and stuff like that. So I'm looking into different ways to do that. A book is definitely one of them. So are you recruiting? So like if we, if you have a team or, or a platoon out in Texas and we have our own cardboard, can we make up some yeah. signs that you approve of and, and say tack them in, uh, in town? Like to one of the, ooh, maybe the back of somebody's car, a veteran that you that they don't know it. Dude, I, hey, I'm in. <laughs> oh, I'm in. No. Make, some, make some bumper stickers that look like the cardboard, cardboard. sign. Right? Oh my God. I've thought about that. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got to be careful. Uh, you're a whole lot more lighthearted than most of your Navy SEAL brethren. They're a little sensitive. Um, they are some sensitive bastards. All Navy SEALs are <laughs> oh sensitive. God. That's a real thing. Don't There's worry about them. They'll so be all much right, man. They'll, they're so soft. Yeah, now, I, did, I did one that said, uh, I think I sent it in the email. It said, wearing gators doesn't make you a SEAL, but writing a book does. That's oh, right. And, that's funny. Uh, that's good. That's hilarious, That's actually. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was from it was from Sean Maston. It was his idea to do it. Um, who's the Navy SEAL, right? Right. And he sent me and like one of his friends who was in class with him were like, "How dare you? You're so disrespectful to the SEALs." Oh my and gosh. so him. Long story short, they ended up like having to like talk about it. Be like, "Bro, it's all jokes." And he's like, "Well, I was making sure this youngin wasn't out of line." Oh, oh well, this was that. I get that part. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Hey, oh, that's part of it. Oh yeah, our God. brothers will yeah. come in there quick. Sure yeah. they will. <laughs> but like he just I emerged. Can't he just you from emerged. That, but yeah, I, hell, I even catch that. No, he just emerged out of the water, and he was like, yeah. "How dare you?" And I was yeah. like, "Bro, they it's come just up a from joke. the deep. They'll snatch you down <laughs> and yeah. they'll hold on to you and scare yeah. the out. Yeah, they're real. Oh yeah, we get talks. So I get, I check in with them guys. So they can yell at me just so I'll stay humble. Yeah. I mean, I, I look forward to the ass chewings I get on a regular basis. And that's about me the first time I ever openly said it out loud. But I was like, yeah, I read them just, just because. Just, so, just to hear yeah. them yell at me. Because all the time in the military, the older guys were always telling me what a piece of shit I was. I mean, if one of them old timers told me I was a good dude, I might get scared. Like, yeah. What? But they love you. That's, that's their, how I know. That's it, their it, terms well, of that's endearment. That's my point. If that yeah. shifts, though, then they're just like, then they're not talking to you. If they're not saying something to me, then I'll be like, why, hey, man. Why are you being so nice? Why are you being so damn nice to me, man? You know, what's up? Yeah. The one thing I've noticed, though, throughout all of this, and it's actually been really, really inspiring to see, is uh, is there are things that just kind of transcend branch, job, everything. And it's just like service is one of the big things. And then, like, I've also noticed that if you've been, I say if you've been kissed by violence, then, like, you can, you can see it on other people. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's just, it's, it's, like, automatic. And um, it's been really cool to see the community emerge out of it. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it as long as people want to be oh, a part of the conversation. Hey, that's, that's how you would pull these shoestrings together. Like, when we get out, yeah. man, you unlace your boots. So we're all just kind of sitting around. And what the internet and this, this forum does is allow us to pull those strings together. And the cool part is, is it's once we took our skins off, we're all in the same club now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like now the Marine, you're, those independent are, are the bragging rights of what you did and where you went. And then now we yeah, start yeah. talking about the places and the times. Yeah. Because th- 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 that's what it, where it really gets interesting. Well, because we have to come together. Like we right. have to be 100%. the force that's driving each other. Sure. You know. Um, Anybody else going to motivate us? No. And like we have to protect our community and be better advocates for it. Like and internally and externally like um i talk about my military life it doesn't matter how bad i got my ass whipped or what happened to me man in such a form that where it was the most amazing time of my life that anybody hearing me talk about it would want to go in there and do it i had a grenade at one point you know what i mean you had a what yeah 
I had a grenade launcher at one point. Life was pretty chill. <laughs> Thank like, you. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. Dude like, gave him a grenade launcher. Yeah, I had, <laughs> a, I had keep it in my backpack. Two or three, and I could thread it. I could boom, boom, boom. And that cool? Once, it was incredible. It was incredible. I was like, man, yeah. we have yachts in the Navy. Like, I have my own yacht. You don't believe me? Check it out. There's 6,000 people in that floating city at aircraft carrier. The average age is about 19 to 20. You don't think we know how to party? Like, yeah. I, come on. And we protect this whole country. 20 to 25-year-olds, yeah. right, is the, is the bulk of that. We went on one recently. Truman. The Truman. They're deployed right now. Yeah, they're deployed right now. And uh, we went, like, the week they were leaving, we went to visit them. Christmas, they were right? Getting, right before Christmas? Uh, right Thanksgiving? before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. They were getting ready to leave, and um, they were showing us the area where the um, – who drives the boat? What's the guy's name that drives the boat? The captain? Yeah, well – I, I don't know. I don't know the names of the, of the <laughs> but we go up there and I asked how old the person was that actually has the wheel. Mm-hmm. 18. Oh yeah. 18 years yeah. old. That's driving yeah, the whole. Oh, the pilot. Yeah. The pilot, the actual pilot the, of the boat. The, the, ca- yeah. the, the, the cab sits over in his chair. Yeah. There's no, a, there's an actual yeah. cab's chair. Like, but there's an actual and there's a wheel, like, wheel, which we need to send them. I that, have uh, a picture of this. There's I told them I was going to give them an old shit ball to put on the wheel. An 18 year old is in charge of that wheel. I, I mean, no, and one one main guy, or was it a girl? It might have, was it a guy or a girl? Anyways, eighteen years old drives that sucker. That's crazy to me. Think it's, about that. No, it's it, it's wild. I mean, like, I go back and I was twenty two. I you know my last tour ended up the various circumstances ended up being a squad leader, but I was in E three and they don't get promoted, but none of that matters. But like, I was twenty two years old in charge of twelve um, Marines and sailors and about a half dozen afghan soldiers and like i was like i was like i can't even get i can't even rent a car yeah but like I, right. that's a great way of like saying this, that you know what i'm saying about? if you crazy when you, when you get out of school if you want to get treated like a child till you're 40 be a civilian yeah. if you want to get it treated like an adult by the time you're 18 join the military because having an 18 year old drive that boat and when i say boat people know there's six thousand people city. on aircraft carrier it's, um, a, it's a city there's a floating city there's, yeah. there's, yeah. there's yeah. airplanes and helicopters and i mean a bunch of them yeah like malls and stuff in there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And you got some 18-year-old just uh, going through the nose on this sucker. You know what and, and not only that, there are a lot of more vessels around that sucker that can cause some havoc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that is just spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did I did ship duty for a month when they we were in with the Mew. We were on the NASA yeah, yeah. and I was like, nah, it ain't for me. Like, well, I didn't say being out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's a team guy, man, because we just get to go in for a little bit and come back out. Yeah, y'all got off the boat. Yeah, well, we get to. They put us underneath the, yeah, no, wherever they wherever store that. food, they put the birds in area. <laughs> they stick like, y'all way down there, man. Yeah. And so it's funny, we would steal, not steal, we'd borrow like our corpsman's uh, Navy borrow, shirt so we could PT. Because if not, they'd only had two hours a day, we'd go to the gym. Yeah. But it was just, we were just in the way. Because the whole was, vessel right, has a, a city. Right. Because we're, we're, they have the ship's company and then when extra, we're extras. Mm-hmm. So they just got to find a place to put us. That, that we always bribe the skipper and the master chief and all that. You know, we take them to the fantail and shoot all the guns, blow stuff up, and then yeah. give them all the equipment and cool stuff. And then they 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 make life pretty easy. Now, if you piss them like, off, they can make life hell for you. Did you ever You're like come here, petty officer? Oh, yeah. Come to chief country, right? Yeah, yeah. You piss the chief. <laughs> oh, man, heaven help you, you piss the chief off on the boat. They run the navy. Chiefs do. Yeah, they do. You don't want to mess with them, for sure. All right, brother man. How? Uh, what else can we do to to help you support yeah, you, and volume, how do we man? Keep in touch. You? Uh, no, just um, if I can check out Veteran with the Sign on Instagram and Facebook, and there's a website, VeteranWithSign.com. We're going to continue to keep pushing and 
trying to help message. And, you know, ultimately I want it to be a place where it's not just me. It's continuing to be people like, um, you know, children did it like anyone. I want it to be a place where you can have a conversation and be that bridge between the military civilian world, because ultimately that's, what's hard. Like nobody, like we all know, like I said, I was 22 in charge of that many people. They have no concept of that. And so we have to find yeah. a way to create that conversation. You know what would be cool, so man? Understand it. I'm sorry. This is not there. We didn't have to talk about this. could be offline, but like veteran with a sign. And you had the homeless guys, the homeless veterans. And uh-huh. we're our own news organization. Like if yeah. you had a place you could check it, like turn TV on in the morning, and then like you're in Tennessee, you walk outside, it's like, hey, this is what's going on right in this town. There ain't no gunfire, yeah. nothing. And then the vets, they're like reporters undercover. Some of them guys don't want to yeah. come in. They, yeah. they, they like that life. But then we have those check-in spots where they can go in, get a meal, a shower, a shit shave and shine, yeah. and get your ass back on the street where you like being. It's, that, it's, it's always having, like when, when they would send us into the field, no matter how deep they would send us, we knew that there was a spot we could come back and get a meal and some, some fresh change of clothes, maybe rest for a bit. So I, well, I, and it's I understand also, that it's life. It's also a thing you know you can do. Like, I could and live out of my rucksack right, right, right. forever. Couldn't you? You could live out of a rucksack. 100%. 100%. Like, that's it. Easy day. So it's. I think it's familiarity is a big part of it. It's It's tough, but... Yeah, no, that's that's what we want to keep doing. It's just I want it to be a place where like eventually anyone can do it. I just want people to be able to talk and have a conversation because it can't be me forever. And uh oh, it will know, be, but you're just gonna up. have buddies with you. We yeah. got your back, man. All right, brother man. Thank you. Have a great so weekend. Wait, wait, wait. Tell people the Instagram handle. Oh, I thought it's yeah, go it's ahead. Uh, at veteran with a sign. That's at the Instagram. That's where everybody needs to go. And it's also on Facebook as well. Awesome. Thank you for telling us your story. Yeah, Zach, I appreciate that, man. We'll keep Thank you touch, man. I'll I get your number it. after this, and we'll uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 